Welcome to the Dr. Wyatt Show podcast where developing a long-lasting, happy relationship is the status symbol to achieve, and following my six marriage steps is a path to help get you there. I'm your host, Dr. Wyatt Fisher, a licensed psychologist specializing in marriage counseling. Remember, you can contact me on the Dr. Wyatt Show Monday through Thursday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time with your marriage questions. If you don't get me, leave a voicemail and I'll respond back to your question on the next Dr. Wyatt Show podcast. So today is part three in the series, A Week in the Life of Dr. Wyatt. The previous two episodes went through Monday and Tuesday, and then Wednesday and Thursday, and then today I'm going to talk about what does my day look like Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So the reason I'm doing this series is so that I can pull back the curtain a little bit and you can peer into what my life looks like. Often we're curious, the people we follow on social media or podcast people we follow or YouTubers, you know, we're curious, what does their life look like? You know, what, what comprises their day? And so that's why I'm doing this series. I hope you appreciate it. Let me know. Send me a message if you've enjoyed the series um, so that you can learn a little bit more about me. So Fridays, for me, I don't work out Friday morning. I only work out Monday through Thursday, and then I take off Friday, Saturday, Sunday for a break. Uh, So Friday mornings are a little more relaxed for me, a little more low-key, and so I kind of ease into my day a little bit more. And so Fridays, usually what I work on is, well, a couple things. One is I often have clients, but I work from home on Fridays. So if I do have clients, they're virtual clients, and I usually have several on Fridays. The other thing I try to work on on Fridays is content creation for my website. So my website, drwhitefisher.com, has a lot of articles on it that I've worked on throughout the years. And usually the flow of working on an article starts with keyword search research. So what that means is I look up terms that couples would be searching for. So for example, there can be articles on couple goals. So I did research on How many people search for different search terms who are married or in a relationship? And one of them, for example, that came up recently is the search term couple goals. And that search term gets around 30,000 searches a month in the US, couple goals. So I see that and then I think, how could I write an article around couple goals and optimize it for that search term, couple goals, and then get backlinks to my article about that search term, couple goals, hoping that eventually it will get ranked higher and higher on Google so that it can become a resource for couples and more couples can find my resources for them. So that's a big piece of what I do is content creation. On my website, if you go to marriage blog, you'll see there's around 40 articles. And most of those articles went through that process where I started by researching what are some search terms that get high volume, high searches, and then I create an article around it. I do a podcast episode about it to put on that article page, and then I try to get backlinks to it so eventually it can get ranked higher and higher on Google. So that's a big part of what I do. Couple Goals is an article I've recently written, um, hoping that eventually it will get ranked higher and higher on Google as a resource for couples. So that's another big thing that I do on Fridays. On Saturdays, what I do on Saturdays, Saturdays is more of a rest day, it's kind of a more of a relaxed day. One of the big things I do on, on Saturdays is meal planning and grocery shopping. So my wife and I divide and conquer. So she goes to Costco once a month 
and I go to King Supers once a week. And so normally how we split the workload there is we'll decide on two meals we're gonna cook for the week. I'm in charge of one of the meals with one of my daughters and we'll do the cooking say Monday and Tuesday, then my wife's in charge of the other meal and she'll cook it on Thursday and Friday. And then Wednesday we just have something easy and then and the weekends we usually just do something easy or we get takeout. So that's the meal planning and then I go shopping. Uh, Saturday morning. I usually take my youngest daughter with me. We go shopping, come home, clean out the fridge, stock it with groceries. So that's my role in our relationship. It wasn't always that way. Uh, My wife used to do the weekly shopping, but then she got too busy on the weekends to do it. So I took it over and I kind of like doing it because like I mentioned before, I'm really high in health consciousness. And so I like being able to choose the groceries we bring into the house. After that, Usually around three or four, we have family time every week, and it just varies what we do. But normally we go out and try to do something fun. Uh, This past weekend, we went to Elitch's. They had this really neat light celebration. Uh, So we did that, and we rode some rides. One thing about me is I'm very sensitive to motion sickness, and so I get sick very fast. And so we did these swings that went in a circle, and it almost pushed me over the edge. Uh, but then we did a ride at the very end, which is, uh, I think it's called the Twirter Whirl or Twirler Whirl, something like that. And that was a lot of fun. And it just, it spins you around really fast. Feels like you're in a rocket, but thankfully I did not get sick. But those are the kind of things we tend to do. Sometimes it's just as easy as, you know, we go play tennis or we go for a hike or we go uh, waterboarding, uh, paddleboarding. Uh, or we go tubing down the river in the summer, just fun stuff outdoors. So that's normally what we do on Saturdays. Then we usually come home and watch a movie. So that's family time. Sundays are when we do house chores and yard work. Uh, and then my wife in the afternoon will have our marriage huddle. If you don't know what a marriage huddle is, it's time for you and your partner once a week to get on the same page. Just like a sports team has a marriage huddle. Think of football. They have a huddle before every play so everyone can get on the same page of what play they're gonna play next. And so that's what my wife and I do, and I encourage you to do this if you're not already, is to have a marriage huddle once a week, and you get to talk through whatever is on your heart, whatever's bothering you, whatever concern you have. Maybe it's finances. Maybe it's a behavior with one of your kids. Maybe it's something with the workload or chores in the house. Who knows? It's time to get organized, time to get on the same page. It fosters teamwork. This is also a great time to clean house and ask your partner if they have any resentments that they need to use the reunite tool on because resentments can go unspoken through the week. Things can pop up that maybe aren't addressed. So this is a great time to bring out resentments and you have to do it using the reunite tool. If you don't already have my article, the easiest way to get it is go to Google and type in reunite tool and it should be the first article that you see. But this is a great time to do it once a week is to use the reunite tool. You wanna be looking at the table in that article a great time to clear the air. The marriage huddle is also a great time to do your love buckets. The love buckets is a method to stay in love. And what it does is you give and receive feedback during the marriage huddle on how well you have been filling up your partner's love bucket. So the love bucket, an abbreviated explanation, is finding out the top three things your partner needs to feel loved and the top three things that you do that makes them feel 
negative toward you. Those are called the drainers. So the fillers fill up their love bucket. The drainers you do drains it down. So the goal to be an effective partner is you need to learn how to fill up your partner's love bucket while you eliminate the drainers that you do that drains their bucket down. Because if you're filling up their love bucket, but you're also draining their love bucket, no water's gonna stay in it. So you have to simultaneously fill it up while you stop draining it. That's how you become irresistible. That's called the love buckets. So you wanna write down your partner's top three fillers they need to feel loved and satisfied and write down the top three drainers you do that they do not like. And then once a week you ask them, how did I do on each of these items? For a tip, ask them what did I do that was right and how could I improve? Asking them what you did that was right is helpful because it highlights the growth. It strokes your ego before you get the constructive feedback. So on each item, ask them, what did I do that was right? And how could I improve moving forward? That's the best way to ask those questions with the love buckets. So the marriage huddle is time to do your once a week love buckets. This is how you know how well you're doing in your marriage. No one wants to be blindsided. So ask your partner questions about this every marriage huddle once a week so that you know how happy they are, how you're doing, how your relationship is going. And ideally they ask you as well so that that becomes a regular time for you also to vocalize how you're feeling and what you th- you would love to see better. So that's a wonderful time to do that. Another thing that I do on Sundays is I start getting ready for the week. And two things that I do to get ready is I start organizing all of my social media posts. So I have a lot of social media posts that I've created through the years. I've organized them into topics. And so Sunday evening is when I I preload all my posts for the entire week. And I do that through an organization called Hootsuite. And so I fill in, here's all my posts for Monday, here's all my posts for Tuesday. I do that all on Sunday night so that they go off automatically throughout the week. Now my Instagram stories, I do those every day spontaneously. Those are something I have to do every day, but the posts that go to my profile, I, I do those on Sunday night for the entire week. Another thing I do on Sunday night is my newsletter. If you're not already signed up for my newsletter, go to my website, drwyattfisher.com. You'll see the pop-up that comes up for a free PDF on the top ways to cultivate emotional and sexual intimacy. If you sign up for that PDF, you'll automatically be signed up for my newsletter. And in my newsletter, I send that out once a week. It highlights my podcast episodes, my articles. I offer special discounts on my products. So it's something to be signed up for if you're not already. So go to my website, you'll see the pop-up for the free PDF, sign up for that, and that will sign you up for my newsletter. So there you have it. There's a week in the life of myself. I hope you've enjoyed this. I hope you've learned some new things about me. I hope I seem more like a real person to you, which I am. I, I eat and breathe just like you. I go through highs and lows just like you. So. I hope that you have enjoyed it. If you have, send me an email. I'd love to hear from you. Just let me know if you've appreciated this podcast episode series. Also in that email, let me know what you want me to focus on because this podcast is for you. This podcast is for your partner. This podcast is for your relationship. And so I wanna hear from you. 
I'd love to hear what you enjoy about the podcast and what you'd love for me to focus on. What kind of topics do you want me to tackle in these podcast episodes? As a reminder, the call to action this week, the CTA, is for you to take to leave a review of this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, take a screenshot of your review, then email it to me, info at drwyattfisher.com, and then I'll respond back to that email with a free audio version of my book, The Total Marriage Refresh. Thank you for listening to the Dr. Wyatt Show podcast. The best way to pay it forward is tell at least one person about the podcast today. I'd really appreciate it if you would do that. And remember, your marriage is alive. So if you care for it and nurture it, it will grow. But if you deprive it and neglect it, it will wilt and die. The choice is up to you. Take care.